This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Well, make it so, number one. What? These aren't the droids we're looking for. In an insane world, it was the sanest choice. Silencio Bruno. That's my axe. Hey, fellas. Either one of you know where the Smithsonian is? I'm here to pick up a fossil. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Geeks out on Joy 94.9. You're going to need a bigger boat. We are here to talk about Peacemaker, which has just dropped um, on... Oh, what's it on? On Binge. Binge, that's right. Yes, thank you for that. Uh, Miranda Sparks, let's take let you take it away. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with the character of Peacemaker, um, his most recent, most iconic modern appearance is part of James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. The show following the events of the film has the merciless killer Christopher Smith, aka Peacemaker, re-recruited into the Black Ops division to hunt butterflies, rogue elements hidden to the world. Now, this character, think of him like trailer park captain america this is captain america meets shameless with all that entails white trash superhero with american flag painted car blaring hair metal with a a pet bald eagle that isn't how it was always represented so maybe we should let people have a listen to the trailer and then they can kind of get an idea you that peacemaker guy yeah. Evil supervillain? Not a supervillain, that's a misconception. <laughs> Peacemaker is a highly trained weapons specialist. What the hell is that? It's a grenade I tied to a Russian tank shell. How many people does this blow up? I don't know, invented it this morning. He has a questionable backstory. Made the only choice I could. Funny how often the only choice in killing people coincides. Peacemaker is a trained assassin that wears a costume. A bright red shirt and white pants aren't exactly conducive to lurking in the shadows. People see this uniform and strikes fear in their hearts. Who? The other people at the village people try out? <laughs> Peacemaker is recruited to join a secret team for a mission that probably doesn't have a large chance of success. You don't want to believe in miracles, that's on you. He fights for his values, what he believes is good. I made a vow to have peace at any cost. No matter how many men, women, and children, I need to kill to get it. Good. Right now, the world needs a psychopath. And you're the only one I got. Oh my god. He's, he's hugging me. Dad, grab my phone. I don't want to move. So we're going to do this review no matter how many people we have to kill to get it done. Miranda, back to you. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so cringe at the line then. Right, right now, the world needs a psychopath. No! We could use fewer psychopaths, please. So true. I'm scared enough already. I do want to give a bit of um, history to this character. Uh, You read the credits, it said characters um, based on the characters from DC. Peacemaker did not start as a uh, DC Comics character. No. No. Uh, Back in... The Silver Age, which is largely the 50s through the 70s, there were there was more than DC and Marvel out there making superhero books. One company was Charlton Comics, which brought out characters. I'm not sure if you've heard of these or not. Peacemaker was just one of them, along with Captain Atom, the Blue Beetle, uh, the Question. Eventually, they were bought out by DC and folded into initially their multiverse, but then into the mainstream canon. 
through some sort of uh, retcon at some point, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, when DC did the the Crisis on Infinite Earths, which right. we saw adapted in the CW as well. Um, fun story. Peacemaker is the inspiration for the character of the comedian in the Watchmen film. Alan Moore, when writing the Watchmen, actually wanted to use all the Charlton characters to tell that story, but DC said no, so he had to come up with analogues of them, and so Peacemaker became the comedian. Fun little bit of history for you, if you, if you didn't already know that. Miranda with her comic book history. There we go. Uh, peace out, nerds, later cages, whatever. <laughs> uh, Clayton, I, I don't know, I'm not sure what to make of this series. It is such a hard one, um, because there, there was actually quite a lot in it that I really got into and I really liked, but I felt so bad about doing it. Like, I re- felt really guilty for actually enjoying because there's so much in this which is so problematic. Um, like the there's bigotry there's misogyny there's racism there's homophobia it's and it's played out in an ironic way yes and so that's what people's argument is there this is all just making fun of those things but i don't know making fun of it does it help so mm, yeah it's it's it makes it difficult for me to watch because even ironic racism, sexism, homophobia, machismo, all of these things. I think they're often funnier to people who don't actually experience them. That is so true. And that's watching this, like when they were using, um, for me, the, the, the gay slurs, I was like, so oh, cringe. Oh, I didn't like that at all. Like, I don't find that funny. And so I felt it would feel like it would have been the same for people of color watching a whole lot of this. And yeah, so. Yeah, like it's, it's obviously made for, and this is perhaps a less generous interpretation. It's made for liberal minded, accepting folks who regard bigoted folks as a punchline which sometimes they do make themselves into a punchline but you know sometimes it's just i know for me as a you know queer trans viewer sometimes i just don't want to think about that shit yeah the same like i just want to actually enjoy something like a really good example is um the show Shit's Creek, I, because they actually very intentionally put no homophobia in the show. And I loved that. That was actually really positive and empowering to actually not have to put up with that. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah, but it's because of those elements, Clayton, that I couldn't get past the first episode. Um, you know, I loved seeing Robert Patrick, but seeing Robert Patrick playing uh, Peacemaker's father, who is every bit the right-wing conspiracy theorist, racist, sexist, homophobic, um, who's still an ally to the hero. That's hard for me to watch. I don't want to think about him in any redeeming way, shape, or form. Uh, This is definitely something that's played for a certain kind of audience. And that's... If you're going to go into this, this is what I would want folks to be the most aware of. I think so. And if you don't know who Robert Patrick is, he is, of course, T-1000 from the Terminator series, and he was in X-Files and other things as well. Um, he gets around, Robert He Patrick. does. Yeah. Somehow, he's become people's dad. Like, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really... Um, his character is so hard to watch. And I actually think he's a great actor in terms of genre actor, and at the very least, and having to watch him do this it just hurts a lot. Mm. 
It's it's such a shame though because if it was stripped of those elements, we still would have gotten a pretty silly, fun show. There's a moment where you have a half-naked John Cena. I think he was just wearing his tidy whities Indeed. Um, in in some lady's living room playing an old record and, you know, singing karaoke into her vibrator, which is just... That's just a wonderful, silly, graphic grown-up image um, that I, I would have loved to have enjoyed in any other show. Plus, I thought that the action was pretty good. I also thought John well. Cena and his tidy whities was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, you would. I would indeed. <laughs> um, and, you know, and like minor spoilers, um, he, you know, there's a whole fight scene of him within his tidy whities. I think it's in the trailer, so I don't think I'm spoiling too much. Um, but, like, that sort of stuff is great. But then, yeah, we have, like, the racism. So, I mean, even the white trash parts of it, the stuff that you would call white trash redneck stuff, you know, even the American flag car, even though it's a bit cringe and the hair metal and the pet eagle. That stuff itself is funny. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with those elements whatsoever. Although maybe the flag car is something that I would be a bit, eh, it's a bit on the nose. It's a bit obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I'm going to admit I had fun watching it. Um, despite those things, uh, the guilt was definitely there. I really liked seeing uh, Danielle Brooks, who played Tasty in the Orange is the New Black, if you've never seen that (gasps) fun series. Uh, have you seen Orange is the New Black? I have seen Orange is the New Black, and I knew I recognised her from somewhere, but I didn't get around to hitting up IMDb and looking up the cast. Uh, I just knew that one, actually, so that way I could bring my brain yeah. work sometimes. Uh, there you go. <laughs> so her character is really good, because there's a lot of intrigue around it. I'm not going to spoil anything about her character, other than it's very intriguing. Um, and I definitely think it's worth watching for that, if you can get past the the elements we've talked about already um the action is actually very nicely crafted it is it's fun and it suits the show very well i think so and um it's a very unique take on the character as well peacemaker in the dc comics he's currently a member of the suicide squad books yep uh he is a he is a very serious hardline humorless character um a good deal of the time but here we're, we're seeing it, you know, played for laughs because that's what James Gunn does. He does. He, he likes to bring in those comic elements. And if you don't, if we didn't say it earlier, I'm not sure. James Gunn actually directs and writes every single episode of the season. So it is all James Gunn all the time. This is a, a, a there's a certain dedicated fan base who are just in love with James Gunn doing superhero properties. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he's done two Guardians of the Galaxy films. Mm-hmm. Plus the latest Suicide Squad, which I think he did an incredible job on. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, just just because you know he he did Harley a lot of justice, and and I I loved her in that. Um, to be fair, there were some creepy elements too, but you know I just love yeah. Harley in that film, so that that's where I get sentimental. I, I'm with you and on you, Harley. I love Harley too. So yeah, and this could have been a great series if, like I said, it just. <sighs> If it wasn't that. just, you know, all the, all the straight boy, um, laughing at bigots kind of thing. Yeah. And it's, I understand what they're trying to do with the comedy, but it just, it's so hard. And to, and to craft us, um, a, a sympathetic semi bigot as well. Like, you know, even though the character of Peacemaker himself, you know, is not 
a man who's prejudiced, prejudiced at heart against, you know, any sort of minority. He's still someone who grows up mired in it and still says a lot of cringy things that I personally don't want to be a part of. And it, it also feels like one of those stories that it's just another straight white man redemption arc, um, getting away with a lot of the things that anyone else would not. Absolutely. And look, if you, I think this is the series that I'm going to say, uh, it's, this is a very mixed review, uh, is kind of leaning towards the negative perhaps, but it's definitely something that I think you should probably watch an episode and make up your own mind because it, it is a good thing to consider how this fits into our society, I think. Uh, definitely episode one, I think, you know, um, we'll, we'll sum it up, sum up your feelings for you. You'll, you'll know by the end whether you can watch any more, which I did. I watched all three. So, yeah. Um, all right. You want to watch Peacemaker episodes one to three are streaming on Binge with new episodes dropping each Thursday. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.